This is Ringler Radio, where you get all the latest news and information about settlement solutions, litigation, mediation, and structured financial security from Ringler, the largest and most experienced company of settlement consultants in the United States. Ringler has been helping injured people and their families since 1975. Ringler Radio is made possible in part by American General, Liberty Mutual, MetLife, Mutual of Omaha, New York Life, Pacific Life, and Prudential. Now join Ringler Radio host Larry Cohen. Well, hello and welcome to Ringler Radio, everyone. I'm your host, Larry Cohen, and we're certainly glad you could join us again today. But when it comes to selling property or a business, buyers and sellers are always looking for an edge. Stating the obvious, sellers want to maximize the amount they receive, while buyers want to minimize the price they pay. But there are other more complex factors to also consider. One such factor is how the sales transaction is taxed. Dealing with taxation brings us to the subject of installment sales in general and structured installment sales in particular. Today on Ringler Radio, we'll be discussing the tax benefits and other advantages of employing a structured installment sale, especially in our current economy. And to talk about this and more, I'm joined by my Ringler colleague, Phil Krauss. As Managing Director of Strategic Planning here at Ringler, Phil manages our key strategic partner relationships and assists with strategic business plans. He's also a pretty smart guy. Welcome back, Phil. Thanks, Larry. I appreciate it. Terrific. So, Phil, let's begin by discussing the general concept of an installment sale. What, what exactly is it? Sure. So, simply put, an installment sale is a sale of property where you receive at least one payment after the tax year of the sale. So, the definition of property may include real estate or the sale of a business. Okay, so what would qualify as a structured installment sale? Well, a structured installment sale is actually an annuity that allows you to defer potentially large capital gains tax and receive guaranteed installment payments over time. So this installment sale approach allows a seller to choose what amount they'd like to receive now and how much they'd like to put into an annuity. And the payment stream that they choose can be set to fit more immediate needs or they can help plan for longer term needs, kind of like retirement. Or yeah. any other uh, payments over time. Yeah, that that's interesting in in its own right. It, it certainly sounds like a useful tool to consider when selling real estate or a business. And is this some something most CPAs or accountants are familiar with? I'm, I'm glad you asked that question. Um, I believe so, and they should be, as the concept and acceptance of installment sales have been around a very long time, and the IRS provides guidance on really how to account for them, including even as recently as publication five three seven which was issued in 2018. However, there's a distinct difference between an installment sale, which many CPAs or accountants may be familiar with, and a structured installment sale. All right, Phil. So tell us about the difference between an installment sale and a structured installment sale. Sure. So the primary difference relates to what I'll call the inherent risk to the seller in a traditional installment sale versus that of a structured installment sale. So when a seller chooses to accept payments over time in the form of what I'll call a traditional installment sale, they're relying upon the buyer to guarantee those payments. In both a traditional and a structured installment sale, the buyer has an obligation to make future payments to the seller. However, in a traditional installment sale, this agreement is typically agreed to in the form of a deed of trust, promissory note, mortgage, or other evidence of debt repayment. 
And therefore, there is a a reliance upon the buyer to perform on the debt repayment, which in turn means that the seller has an inherent risk or it's creating an inherent risk because the seller is now becoming a creditor of the buyer. Exactly. So, So for instance, if the buyer of your business ended up having financial difficulties in operating the business or became insolvent due to bankruptcy or litigation, it could end up negatively affecting the seller. So how would a structured installment sale help avert this risk to the seller? Yep, and that's a great point. And so, again, in a structured installment sale, the seller would still agree to accept the same payments over time. However, the buyer would also agree to enter into what's called an assignment, which means that the buyer would assign future payment responsibilities to an assignment company, which then steps into the shoes of the buyer and guarantees those future periodic payments to the seller. The guaranteed payments are typically backed by an insurance or annuity contract to guarantee that payments are made by a highly rated insurance company as opposed to relying upon the buyer of the business. So what you're saying is that a structured installment sale removes the risk inherent in a traditional installment sale by shifting the future payment responsibility from the buyer to an assignment company, which then guarantees the buyer will be paid through the purchase of an annuity from a major life insurance company. Did I, did I say that right? Yep, exactly. Terrific. All right, let's take a quick break right now. We'll be right back in a minute with Phil Krause and talk more about installment sales. We'll be right back. This is Ringler Radio, brought to you from Ringler, the nation's leading provider of fair settlement solutions, Did you know that Ringler is involved in a third of all structured settlement cases in the country? Ringler advisors work with all the parties in a lawsuit settlement to find the best possible financial solution for the people involved. Everybody wins. There's a Ringler consultant in all the major cities of the U.S. No one has more experienced experts in the settlement business than Ringler. Check out our website at www.ringlerassociates.com for the best information for injured parties, attorneys, and claims professionals to find the Ringler advisor nearest you. When it's your interest at stake in a lawsuit settlement, you want only the best, most objective financial plan. You can count on Ringler advisors to create a customized plan that meets the financial needs of you and your family for the future. Visit ringlerassociates.com to learn more. Welcome back to Ringler Radio. Glad you could join us. I'm here along with my colleague and returning guest, Phil Krauss, Managing Director of Strategic Planning at Ringler. So, Phil, we've been talking about structured installment sales and deferring the upfront proceeds of the sale of either real estate or a business. Why would someone want to accept payments over time when they sell real estate or a business? Sure. So the the primary reason is often the deferral of capital gains taxation, or maybe even the conversion of an asset into a guaranteed income stream to supplement income over time. Okay. So it might be useful then for the audience to hear about how this works with a real life example. Give Give us something that kind of puts everything here into perspective. Yeah, definitely. I think that's, uh, that's helpful. So let's pretend that I'm a professional and you pick any professional, let's say a dentist. Mm-hmm. And after successful years of you know career as a dentist, I'm considering retiring and selling my dental practice to another dentist. Obviously, since I'm a professional, I'm likely in a high income bracket because I'm a high income earner. And so selling that business 
in this year likely means I'm going to be paying taxes at my highest rates due to the fact that I'm still obviously earning income in the year that I'm selling my business. Okay, I got it. So, so what's the solution to that? Well, let's talk uh, really about the transaction itself. So let's assume that in this negotiation, I agree to sell the business for $2 million. And I decide I want to receive those payments over time because, again, I don't want to receive them in the year of my highest income earning year. So for tax purposes, I'm going to choose to receive these payments. And more importantly, I likely have other assets, other retirement assets or investment accounts. And I also don't need to accept these payments all up or the sale proceeds all up front. So instead, I prefer to accept payments over time from the buyer and spread out my capital gains taxation to a time where I'm earning less income and maybe in a lower bracket with lower capital gains tax implications. Well, that's a significant tax benefit. Uh, It also sounds like it's quite flexible and can be anticipated ahead of time with your CPA or financial advisor. Yeah, that's a great point, Larry. And I really think that this is an opportunity, a very collaborative one uh, for you to look at how you can work with your CPA. And so you should really include your tax professional because that's really what this is at its core. It's a tax strategy. And then also, again, if you're selling a business, and we'll talk a little bit in a moment about the economy, but if you're selling a business, you may want to look at working with other professionals as well, or maybe those that you've worked with for a while, like your financial advisor. Okay. So we've been talking about structured installment sales, but but why now? In other words, uh, well, for example, right now, capital gains rates are, are pretty low. And let's say Democrats get into office, uh, the implication is those capital gains rates may rise in the future. Where do you see the opportunity in the current marketplace? And why is a structured installment sale such an interesting and timely tool to consider now? Yep. So there actually is a great uh, reason why this solution is being offered to the market at this point in time. So I'll go over a couple of different, what I'll call demographic or economic shifts that are occurring now. So the first one is really the baby boomer generation that's been occurring you know, in droves in terms of retirement. And many of, the, many of those baby boomers purchased real estate or may have been living in their primary residence for decades. And now they're looking to potentially downsize. And so the property that they've been living in has probably been going up and up and up in value. And there's an exclusion upon the sale of a primary residence of typically a quarter of a million to half a million for a married couple. And so if you've owned a property for 30 years or 40 years, chances are you're going to have equity in the property that's above that exclusion will be taxed as a capital gain. So we're seeing that that generation is really using this as a solution in downsizing and then as a way to supplement income over time and kind of create a pension over time. Another marketplace that has become apparent is really the post-2008, 2009 real estate marketplace where you had investors buy into the marketplace at depressed prices and ultimately accumulate significant assets that are real estate assets, which is a single asset class. And so many of them are looking for diversification and to ultimately diversify out of that asset class and into something maybe more conservative or maybe into a strategy that would enable them to take an appreciated asset like a property they purchased and then invest it into this type of installment annuity contract that would then enable them to take payments over time and implement what's called a dollar cost averaging strategy and maybe invest back into the equity market as they face a potential decline in that marketplace as well. So, you know, between the baby boomers 
the real estate market, and then obviously the baby boomers who are selling businesses like they are selling real estate, there is a lot of opportunity out there to use this as a tax strategy and a planning tool. So what you're really talking about when you net it all together is you have the diversification of trying to diversify some of the asset classes you have. You're, you're also saving on taxes because you're deferring taxes into the future. And you're also talking about certainty. So you're not depending upon the solvency of the buyer and uh, whether or not that buyer is going to come through and make that payment to the seller that they're expecting. But you're really transferring, the buyer is now transferring to a very solvent, very solid life insurance company or annuity company to make those payments into the future. So that uh, that three-pronged attack sounds, sounds very good uh, for everyone. Correct. And I think it's, you know, it's very near in the minds of many folks that went through, you know, just the recent uh, recession that we had in 08, 09. And ultimately, you know, that actually caused some people to have to work longer um, because unfortunately they had significant losses in their retirement savings. And so now that they've reached a point where maybe they have an asset that has gone up in value, whether it be real estate or rebuilding a business from that period, this is an opportunity for them to create a plan that has a lot of conservative components and guarantees where they can kind of ride off into the sunset and feel very confident that they're going to have those payments to support them, you know, till end of life. Terrific. So, Phil, are there any good resources out there for people who are interested in knowing more about structured installment sales? Well, the first thing I'd recommend is obviously getting in touch with an expert and including somebody on your team that understands the solution. And so, obviously... You know, at Ringler, we have a lot of local experts that can be found very easily by going to our website and looking at find a consultant in the top right-hand corner. And then, obviously, speaking to tax counsel. So whether it be your CPA or accountant and collaborating with that person is very important. And last but not least, the product itself actually has an overview and a slip sheet, which can be provided by us to the client, again, by contacting one of our consultants. And we were glad to send that out to them. Well, no question about that. And of course, uh, let's not leave out one other great resource, and that's you. I know when I've uh, introduced this concept to uh, clients, uh, I bring you into the discussion and uh, the nitty-gritty of uh, working with the CPAs and with the accountants uh, goes very smoothly. So I, I certainly encourage anyone out there to do that. So with that, Phil, if someone wanted to get a hold of you, how would they do that? I can be reached uh, directly at 954-661-5105, or you can reach me via my email, which is pkraus at ringlerassociates.com. Terrific. And of course, you can go to ringlerassociates.com for a lot of information about a lot of topics in the structured settlement arena and the litigation and claims arena, including installment sales as well. Uh, We have a lot of great resources there. And, of course, you can also listen to all the Ringler radio shows. You can find them all on ringlerassociates.com, just as you can find all the Ringler Associates. Uh, You can uh, access them all around the country. They have all their information, email, phone number, even their picture, which sometimes uh, can get a little scary. (laughs) But uh, in any event, the Ringler radio shows are on ringlerassociates.com, ringlerradio.com, legaltalknetwork.com, or iTunes, where you can download uh, the particular show you want to listen to, and then at your leisure, uh, hear all about some very interesting topics. So with that, uh, Phil, uh, once again, thanks for being such a great guest today. Thank you, Larry. I appreciate it. Terrific. And for all the rest of you out there, go have a great day. Bye-bye. 
The views expressed by the participants of this program are their own and do not represent the views of, nor are they endorsed by, Legal Talk Network, its officers, directors, employees, agents, representatives, shareholders, and subsidiaries. None of the content should be considered legal advice. As always, consult a lawyer. Thanks for listening to Ringler Radio, celebrating more than a decade of podcasting and over 2 million listeners. Think of Ringler, the objective settlement advisors with more than 140 consultants in 60 cities nationwide. Visit ringlerassociates.com today.